grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. Good Friday evening to everybody. How's everybody doing? I can hear you. Believe me, I can hear you. You may not think I can hear you, but I can hear you. I have radar ears. Anyway, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. And uh, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state of California. And that means we can get to you. Anywhere you're at, we can get to you. It might take us a while. Big state, right? But we can definitely get to you. And the beautiful part of it is, if we can't get to you directly, we have mediums and psychics on staff who can call you and talk to you about what's going on in your house or what you think is going on in your house. So either way, we, either way, we can help you out. Anyway, it's casual Friday today. That means it's Nancy Matt's Friday. We're going to be talking attachments today. And uh, what a lot of people don't realize with attachments is that uh, they can cause all kinds of problems in your life. And uh, you, you, it's not only, you know, stuff bouncing around your house or anything like that. I mean, I'm talking health. It really can drain your health. And as, as a paranormal investigator, I've experienced it several times where I take what, well, Nancy and I can talk about this, though. What, what I call a psychic hit where I'll be sitting there doing talking to somebody and then all of a sudden I feel my stomach do a flip-flop. And the next thing I know, I'm down for two days. Boom. They can drain a lot of energy depending on, on what attachment, you know, comes around so uh we're going to be talking about that in the meantime if you are watching from facebook which i hope you are watching from facebook if you're watching from facebook uh please be sure to hit that like button and if you haven't done so already hit that follow button if you're watching from youtube please be sure to tap on this little dude down here little ghost with the magnifying glass and the sherlock holmes hat on um he will put up the subscribe button and if you haven't done so already subscribe to the channel we've got 528 subscribers right now and i think we have 529 videos no figure so that's a subscriber for every video but anyway the point of all this is is there's enough videos over there that you could you have a great choice of topics and everything and i'm sure that you're going to find something that you like plus by subscribing it'll it'll let you know when we have videos coming up or i post a new video so it's a win-win situation, right? If you are into TikTok and all that, of course we're over on TikTok. We're over on TikTok is California Haunts. It's all overcased. So check us out over there. You can also find us on Twitter at Cal Haunts. And over at Twitch, I believe it's Cal Haunts as well. And Instagram, you can find me on Instagram as Ghosty Gal. It's all overcased. All right? So there you have it to the nutshell. And if you want to find our YouTube, it's really easy to find. You go to youtube.com forward slash at, that's a little ampersand, California Hunts Radio. So we make it easy to find this. But anyway, I have been working, I have a small hard drive on my, well, small compared to what other people use. I have around a 200, um, <laughs> I have, I'm just saying I have a small, I have like a 265 gigabyte hard drive on this laptop and, uh, it's hard because I'm doing video work on it all the time. So it's filling up all the time, you know, the audio and video. So this past week I had the experience of Microsoft deciding that it wanted to get, give me windows 11, which it did. But the problem is I was low. I, I had about 30 gigs available on my main hard drive. 
Windows 11 took my took my hard drive space down to four gigs. So yesterday I couldn't run I, I couldn't run any of my software. So that's why at the end of yesterday's show I did not show this gentleman's books or how to contact him or anything because I couldn't bring it up because Photoshop would not come up. So then after the show I had to take 50 gigs off. So this is where it gets, gets to be fun and boring for you guys, but fun for me. And then I took those I took 50 gigs off by taking stuff off my desktop. The problem was like the intro, you know where. Where the you know get your popcorn and snacks, you know that five minute countdown. I took that off too without realizing it. So when I went to put it together with Corel today, wow, it just wasn't there. So I had to go searching for it. It was on my backup hard drive, thank God. But this is what happens. I, I was in a mad dash to clear space on this laptop so that we could, we I could even do shows and stuff. And I, I inadvertently took stuff off that I needed. So that's what happens when you have to do stuff like that. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. We want to get into this show because it's going to be a fascinating show tonight. I just want to give you guys a heads up. Monday, Donna Anderson will be with us um, again, and we'll be talking about uh, psychosis and psychotic people. So we'll be talking to Donna Anderson about that. And, of course, Sunday I'll be here reading uh, the book. The book. Okay? Well, let me bring Nancy Matz in. We all have days like that for sure. Um, <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to show last night's credits to this fella. Maybe sitting too high. It yes, was my voice. Huh? It was scary because I went to use Photoshop to you know set up the books and the graphics. Yeah. And it wouldn't start. Uh -huh. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Then I look at my memory, and this is like 10 minutes before the show. Yeah. <sighs> no, no. That's too hard, Char. Wow. <laughs> you know, so I, I did the show on four gigs with nothing at the end. You know, and then today again, I, I, I didn't even think about the 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 intro being gone. Uh -huh, like it was, uh -huh. and then I about ten minutes before I do this show, I'm, the little things are popping up on on Corel going, "Well, you don't have these files anymore," and I was like, "Oh God, here we go." So yeah, so at least I found them. But now I have about forty-seven gigs. I'm going to get a bigger hard drive. That's the next. The next project is to buy, you know, donations, buy, get a bigger hard drive for this thing because. Well, that's what we've been telling it, people. You know, we should have mentioned. Um, yes, I sound off, everybody. So bear with me. I've had uh, cold, caught my husband's cold, and back to back and this is winter you know everybody has that winter cold that stays for months <laughs> yeah but Mashar and i had an opportunity to help a gal in pennsylvania yes. and she wanted to make a donation and after it was all done she gave a nice donation and it occurred to char and i that if you have other um hi marissa she if you have other people out there that have ghosts or hauntings mm -hmm. something wrong with the house i actually worked for a contractor once and i was showing him in the house where the bad plumbing was that needed replacement in the uh -huh. early 90s. So there's all kinds of things that we could help you with. Um, people in Italy, I told them what the house would look like after the remodeling was getting done. And they said, oh, we must going to have enough money for it. So uh -huh. it needs to be um, part of Charlotte's world. I don't do personal Paranormal. readings. Paranormal or Spooky. something to do with your living quarters. Private yeah. readings, I still do that, everybody. I'm not retired, <laughs> nor dead. <laughs> But we want to go there because uh, the donations will be given to Char to buy the new computer. So, yes. anyway, intro, intro, intro. Um, okay. Tonight, go ahead. No, go ahead. It looks like okay. No, no. Oh. It just um, came out all at once. Pardon me? <laughs> it just came out all at once. I don't know why. I was just like, okay. Oh, yeah. Anyway, tonight, um, <laughs> we were debating if I was going to be able to talk tonight and uh, kind of got down to the last few hours. Um, you know, I always told God, 
the divine, he, she, diva, whoever is working. I'll work for as long as I can talk. Well, to last week, I, didn't, I was going to work anymore, just become an author and write forever. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so I put some thoughts together. This is a really big topic. Karen Rothstein, a therapist, hypnotherapist uh, out of Lincoln, she and I have been working together at least 25 years writing and collaborating. She would call me up. I have a client. Nancy, what's going on with this person? Oh, my gosh. You know, we got 35 cases. So we will be eventually writing a book about spirit attachments and all kinds of issues that come with it and stories of these attachments and how they affect us. Now, when we, Karen Ross and get, I get together, it's kind of like the head turning stuff. Like, are you kidding? Really? And then she'll talk to the client and the client will say, you know, the strangest feeling I have an attachment and it feels and looks like this. And the few times that Karen is calling me back screaming into the phone, <laughs> oh my God, Nancy. And what it taught me is first off, I'm kind of weird, <laughs> but I told her once of a woman who had a large snake going through her body Whoa. and she goes, I tell you, I'm kind of like, and as people said to me, you know, you've been abducted, don't, you know, there's something really wrong with you. <laughs> and I go, no, there isn't. Here, you know? Yeah, no, something's really off with me. But yeah, you <laughs> have called me and said, Nancy, you're just weird. And I've owned that. What it does is allows me to get excited about every new person I talk to. And it just happened this last week. I was so excited about this new lady. And I, I was just thrilled to death. It, she just, I just felt like she had a good energy field. But anyway, make a long story short. So the woman shows up in Karen Rossine's office and she says, you won't believe this, but I keep feeling like I have a big snake in my body. <laughs> and I had just told Karen an hour or two earlier, and she had like what a boa stricker looks like, and this thing had attached to her. And of course, she did do traveling overseas, and she was very afraid of snakes. Guess what? Attachment. Now, when you go to a place, and I'm going to build up something. I got 45 minutes. I can't possibly carry all this. We're going to talk about attachments. We've got to talk about each case and how it attached to you or with you. My idea is not to scare the bejeebies out of you. If you acknowledge that if you're in tune with your person, your body. In fact, one time I called Karen up. We were talking. I says, do I have an attachment? Because <clears throat> I felt like something, you know. And clearly I had gone somewhere. And clearly well, I'll say this again and again. If you are weakened. Uh, ill, um, drug addicted, uh, foodaholic, sexaholic, whatever your holic is, you can get attachment of those kinds of people. Mine are different. Uh, mine are, I need help or, because um, I don't have any addictions. I love my cats. I'm really boring everybody. But you can pick somebody up because, this is where the difference is, uh, I'll be 75 next month and people are going to slap me. You know, and I go, well, all right, everybody, um, I have American Indian blood, so naturally I have dark hair, dark skin. You know, next week I'll show my age. This week I won't. Okay. But I also have a very large uh, energy field and motor because I've been an athlete all my life. Uh, from the earliest years, um, just everything you can think of, I've done. Long distance, uh, running, riding ties with horses, and horse racing, horse uh, marathon horse races, 50 miles. You know, I've done that. And I think what that does is it's a tight, I'm muscle, muscular and um, it built up a spirit, an energy field. And so a spirit that's lost 
um, spirit that's weak, a spirit that's crying, they can find people like me. And that's who I attract. I do. And I did because I started in 1990 in this, though I've had a lot of experiences, including a murder, a murder that happened the night I, I predicted to a girl and best friend in, in 1984 at work location. And I told her about this murder that was going to death in a half family. And that night there had, there was a murder. And so it was like 12 hours. So I've done a lot of strange things, um, very strange, and up to and the, going into 1990 when I started in this. So 1990 was a place I walked into to ground, to train, to get ready for the next step in my life. And if you want more about my biology uh, biography, go to nancymats.com. I've had cancer, divorce, difficult marriage, uh, you know, been through there, done that. So it built up to a place where now I understand this and Shar and everybody says, you're just strange, but I've had a lot of time to get stranger. <laughs> At my age doing this for 32 years, you still keep developing and people say, do you see spirits all the time? I don't want to, and I'm not reading Shar. I'm not reading anybody in the audience unless we do it once. In fact, we are due to make a night of just answering questions. Unless I tap into you, why do I want to? But when I do, everybody, I go to a mall or I go to, my husband's driving me around Orville, just showing me the town because I just got here in August. He'd been here a couple of years. And he drove me by two of the three cemeteries. And I go, oh, cemetery, blink, everything turned on. <laughs> and I go, no, don't drive me. I don't want to see, I don't want to see. And there's spirits everywhere. You know, they're walking around and uh, they're in the cemetery, the ones that are stuck. And, and I think to myself, we are never alone. We are never without people around us. And I was just talking to someone earlier about this. And she said, do our family walk around with us all the time? I go, why would they? <laughs> are they just following you around to see what you're doing? More likely, they're following other people's family around because we're all curious. And we go to foreign countries. And the ones that are around us need to be there because you've requested them. So we're getting to a place of saying, OK, Nancy, what about attachment? Well, if I'm a needy spirit, do I attach to my family or do I attach to somebody else? I want to cover 45 minutes of a variety. <clears throat> do I see attachments everywhere I go? I don't want to, and I don't want to see your stuff around you. I don't want to see spirit people attach to other people. But sometimes the the trigger is said, like someone will say, we'll go, I'll go somewhere and someone will say, well, are there spirits here? Look. <laughs> Turn it off, turn it off quick, because my switches are so um, soft. I've learned over the years how to control this, that boom, I'm on, you know, boom, I'm off. And so I do pick up stuff. And this is just an example of attachment, but not to the body, but to the spirit of somebody. And so this young man, and I've told some of these stories, I can't tell you all because they're going to be in books, right? So I got to repeat some of them, especially with Karen Rossian and I. And I've been um, doing hypnosis probably 25, 28 years. I've been through three courses and I've been through two courses of hospice. So I've kind of had training off and on as years go by. <clears throat> Went to the mall and someone said to me, want to eat in a restaurant? And I hear there's spirit people there. <laughs> the first couple I see coming down the hall, it's a tall, thin young man holding his girlfriend's hand. <clears throat> it was kind of like a mutton Jeff. He was so cute. They were so cute in their early 20s. She had a lot of dark hair flowing and it was just darling. But guess who was attached to his spirit? There was a woman upside down, 
feet in the air, skirt up around the ankles, a grandma looking kind of a person, unless he was adopted uh, to an older cup woman. And this woman was whispering in his ear and he would, and then look at the girlfriend. And then she was flying around to the other side of him. Don't you think he probably had a headache or got tired? That's what we call spiritual tap. People are attached to you and trying to give you advice all the time. How dare her? Let the guy make his own mistakes and stop telling tell him how to have a relationship. I want you guys to remember that. So if you become a spirit person, you don't hound your family members because that's what's happening here. How did he feel? Well, we have to think about things like that. And um, there's a cartoon, a meme, M-E-M-E, -E, that's on Facebook. I love it. I have a girlfriend that known since I was 13. And we talk about these things because she's 15 days older. And so April 15th, I'm always calling her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, yeah, yeah, back to you. 15 days later, it's your turn, right? And uh, when we pass away, and this cartoon on Facebook, it says, two old women holding on to each other. When we pass away, we're gonna make we're gonna make a list now and haunt the people when we pass over. And, and there's that's funny, but it's also true and it's also scary. I'm not gonna haunt anybody. I'm gonna tell my kids, by the way, don't miss me for a while. I want to travel the universe. I want to go to Japan. Some of these places have had a past life. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so again I will say we're gonna talk about things and I will mention how we may affect you. Do you watch and monitor everybody in your life? If I say something, you can't do that. Um, everything I'm talking about here has affected me or I've seen. And I do that on purpose because there's going to be things I don't bring up. And how do I know unless I've experienced seen it somewhere else? I did Google um, and there is a lot on there. There's one woman who listed a whole page of what it feels like if you have an attachment. Well, excuse me, I feel like that most of it's off and on. How do you know? Well, there's little, there are little clues. I don't know if Char had time, but I did email her. Did you have time to put that link up, Char? No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I've been in and out all day, so I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So, and the show's over. She needs to do this. And it's a picture. It's on YouTube. I did Google this. There was all, there's two or three of them that are kind of strange. And this one came up first. And it's um, uh, two people walking, men. One's coming this way and the other one's going this way. And the one coming down the hill or a walkway, you see him kind of go like this. And a mass leaves his body and jumps way over 20 feet, 30 feet to another man who's leaving. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely no reason other than this is a transitory spirit is it an attachment sort of a transitory spirits i can see in cemeteries they're kind of walking around trying to figure out what's going on and some spirit people die and they've never lived they don't know how to live they don't know experience have you met somebody and they spent their whole life in the kitchen the bathroom or in somewhere somewhere <clears throat> and i think of this is not negative people who are generational um breast uh, people who own businesses and they're generational and the people get up every morning and they work seven days a week they're they have virtually no life they marry but the people come into the homes and so when i saw this i went oh that's how it happens i've seen that before mm -hmm. and so you're seeing a dark mass live leave one person and go to another one the first thing i picked up there was no reason so these are transitory spirits who pick up one person oh they're not very interesting i want to try somebody up and they go to somebody else. That happens a lot. Now, how does it feel like when you watch the two people, men, 
It just happened to be men because it could have been a woman that one attached to. There's a little jarring. Let me tell you, as you get older, you, you bounce. And I can, I can trip over the rug. You know, <laughs> does that mean that I have a new attachment? I don't think so. No. Would I be a somebody attachment would like? Possibly because I have a lot of energy. <clears throat> does it mean I, I would not know? I could probably say when I'm ill like this, do I have an attachment? I don't know. I don't feel like it. No. But I am a, okay, so when I do a reading for somebody, I move my life force from me to Italy to China, wherever this is, England. Oh, my God. I just had Puerto Rico call me. And um, Carmen, I will get to you. Promise. <laughs> call me back. Leave a message, by the way. Um, and so I, I do. And what I have to do is, is move my life force from this space to another to another. Anybody attached ain't going to be able to stay there. <laughs> I'm a blast. Boom. Like this. And they get right knocked off. And I can feel sometimes a cleansing. Does it mean I have attached or does that mean, oh, let's use up. Now I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's highlight like meditation for me. But people who do what I do and they're in it a while, they can see the cleansing in the body. And so I want to, I want to talk about that also. It's called the section called vibration. So let me back up again, everybody. It's a good thing I wrote three pages of notes, right? Everybody's going, oh, my God, Nancy. Well, we may have to stretch it out more than one show. I'd like to go to a place. Are you thinking of attachment as sinister? What about in the 1980s when the word walk-in was very popular? I got in in the 90s, 1990, and there was a lady in Rockland, California, who had classes um, not promoting, just dealing with people who thought they might have a walk-in. A walk-in could be someone that you think, oh, why am I hearing another voice? Hmm, is I do I have a mental problem? Or am I feeling somebody with me? Are they like the one I saw earlier, a transitory spirit, possibly? Uh, kind of kind of like, oh, is that a parasite? Oh, creepy, creepy. Or is it a demon? Not necessarily any of those. It could be just somebody who's attached into and they're going to leave because they want to experience all diversities of life. I do believe I had a past life in Japan. I talk about it a lot. Uh, do I um, do I favor Japanese culture, uh, furniture, clothing? Different. I see myself in the countryside of Japan. I have visuals of the grasses and the mountains. I could have been a farmer. Who cares, right? But I do feel like I want to go there. Would I jump into a farmer to see what it feels like to bend over and work in the fields all day? I won't know until I get there, right? But there's other countries. I have a very strong affiliation with Egypt. Would I like to go to Egypt and try? No, well, in the era that I was there, they don't do that now, okay? Because I was part of a complex. And I see myself as a young woman in a white draped costume. <clears throat> would I go back in time to go there? Absolutely. Would I jump into me in the past? <laughs> now, that's the first time I've thought of that. Why not? Just for five minutes to see what her thoughts were. Wouldn't that be fun to experience yourself? Mm -hmm. Oh, what an idea. Am I giving ideas to people? So you have to look at the bigger picture. Am I saying that all attachments are bad, ugly, and wrong? Some of them are. And we're going to have to talk really quick here. COVID. Any illnesses clue to this attachment issue going on? We have people who have COVID and they got really sick. I was one of them. August, I mean, um, March of 2020. Yep, got there. 
done that. And I was sick for three and a half months. Now, if I hadn't kept up with the readings, most people can't even tell us my voice is off like this. After a while, I, I was tired. Did I have an attachment? I don't know. Did you have an attachment? Because of what I do for a living, and I was explaining to you, I go boom like this every time I do a new reading. People have said, oh, my God, I feel like, excuse me for yelling in this sharp. People can say, oh, my God, I feel you all around my shoulders, my neck. I says, I have to be strong to get there. I have to get near your time if you want questions answered. Past, present, and future have to be strong. I am. <clears throat> I already told you my age, and I'm proud to be alive, everybody. Thank you very much. And so I move this out. Shar, if I don't sound so strong, let me know. So COVID, um, wanting something you're used to having. Okay, so you're ill with COVID, da, da, da. you have this and you worry about getting attachment. What about those people who are drug addicted and they get really tired? How about alcohol? How about food? Unfortunately, I know people who are food addicted. Absolutely. Sex addicted. You get too tired. Are you breaking your vibration, your energy field? There's a lot of study that there has to be some kind of entry. Being exhausted from COVID, I'm not saying no. What do I know? I'm only a human being. Thank God I don't know everything. And there's a lot of good intentioned people like myself doing these shows. I have nothing against anything anybody says. These are my truths, mine alone. You take from what I say and you draw your own conclusions. A lot of these I witness and people, and that's all I can speak to. I did talk about walk-ins, possessions. There's something that you might not think about, positions to accomplish, attachments to enjoy, and addictions, and grief. I want to bring up a movie that I saw months and months back, but it popped into my head when I was writing these down. <clears throat> Are you ready with the pencil, everybody? 2008, Irma Thurman. Good role for her. She was great in this. Down a dark hall. Oh, oh gotta watch that. I mean, that's really good, everybody. And it talks about possession in a negative way, but in a positive way. I don't want to be that woman in the movie. I don't like that that possession happened, but guess what they were? There were people who were ripped from their life and never finished that composition, that painting, that formula. So you want to watch something that really brings to light so in my life, in my time, I told God, I would talk for as long as I do this for as long as I can talk, but I want to write the books. What if I don't get the painting done that I want? Am I going to possess someone to finish painting? Well, there is a, oh, almost a person, <laughs> there is a woman who claims that she is possessed by one of the Beatles. And that through her, he is finishing his compositions. Now, there's also another one. You can look these up. I'm not going to hide names. I just shouldn't do it because I didn't ask permission. And there's a couple of people who say that Mozart or one of these other magnificent achievers of history are trying to finish their work. How do you feel about that? Is that a positive or negative to you? Okay, we'll go watch Down a Dark Hall, everybody. 2008 with Uma Thurman. She was magnificent. And the, um, the main character, Anna Sophia Robb, I believe, R-O-B-B, because those names were listed on the YouTube trailer. <clears throat> so that's something you got to think about. Possession to accomplish, attachments to enjoy. We talked about food and sex and 
I've gone to the theaters and someone said, well, how many people are in here? Don't ask me that. All of a sudden I see people sitting around. I don't want to do that all the time, everybody. And sometimes there's two or three couples, one person. Sometimes the thing is full. I don't get to the movies with my daughter and her daughter and her daughters. But imagine Disneyland movies. How fun would that be? I'm into, well, I guess I'll have to go with the kids and see how many people show up. Would there be people my age group? Would there be children there? I don't think so. I don't know that children would know how to get there. Do they go? Well, I don't know. I do have a cat that's joining me, everybody. So anyway, um, I want to talk about something very, so, so do I go to grief? A grief is tough. I wanted you to see um, Robin Williams' movie on it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'll clearly see forever. Why did I mention that one? Okay, who's here with me? Um, I want you to do Robin Williams, and he did a wonderful movie where his children get killed by in a car accident, then he gets killed. Shar, what was the name of that? I just it What just Dreams May Come. What Dreams May Come. It deals with grief. <clears throat> and in the movie, she's grieving at his grief, grave. And he starts to come close, and she wails more. And I do. I'm very sensitive to grief. Uh, my father was killed by a drunk driver when I was six, so I saw grief. And I... I was amazed that I didn't grieve as much as a child is when I was in my early thirties with young children myself. And so it, it comes at different times. And I really did a lot of grieving. I was really sad, but I also remember my mother lost her father when she was 12 and my father lost his father when he was a young man. Kind of was a generational thing. I, I remember going through the same age groups looking at my ex-husband going, oh no, please. And I was in a form of grieving already. So grief can weaken you. Uh, grief is paralyzing. What spirit would want to attach to you? Could be a family member who's trying to bring you up. It could be the deceased loved one. Would you want that? And, I, and I'm very careful with that because I'm dealing with people who are grieving downside if you pull that person to you it may be harder for you to heal and carefully i say that position also um, forces the deceased one not to heal and so the more you grieve the more the deceased person may not want to come around or they may join you because they don't want you to suffer that's a very hard topic to talk about and I have to, when I talk to people who are serious in grief, I have to be witness, where is that spirit person? And if they don't show up, why aren't they there? If they are there, are they in there? And if so, I have to hang up and then I have to talk to that spirit person. Very difficult. This is a very unusual topic to talk about, but there is spirit attachment issues there. <clears throat> when you have grief, when you have a lot of spirit activity, a lot of hauntings, a lot of attachment, guess what happens? Yeah, it stays in your house, everybody. <laughs> um, the hospice training I took, one was from Kaiser, which I didn't finish because I didn't like their some of their issues. Um, I wasn't an RN. How dare I be a psychic and show up? I mean, talk about throwing daggers at me. Ugh. So I took it from the Spirit of Grace. I took a short course there. I've taken one online, and I also took one from a hospice group. And you kind of pick what you, you know, you can do. But I took a lot, and I've read a lot. And what I picked up from grieving, I'm trying to cover this quick, everybody, is that everybody grieves in every part of the house. 
So if it's possible to grieve on a wall in a room and not grieve on every wall because you're dropping grief everywhere. And I don't want a spirit coming by and seeing you as damaged goods. I want people to see your house as clean, except when you do grieve, you grieve privately or in a place of sanctuary, um, bring your religion into it, bring your happiness, be grateful you had that person in your life, very hard things to talk about here. You're gonna, some of you are gonna disagree with me. We have to celebrate someone being with us, not celebrate their being gone. I didn't say that. You don't want to be selfish. You don't want to say someone could not leave you because that is part of their life is we have to step aside to let the next generation in. So then you have an ill house and you have what we call the droppings all over. You know, move your furniture around, paint a wall, bring mirrors in, clean your house so that no other spirit going by wants to join you because they know you are mentally, spiritually damaged. That's a, that's a hard word, but it is what happens. I would be the same way to lose a child who's a husband, to even be in a car wreck where you're grieving uh, substantially. I Listen, I love these silly cats. You know, that old cat lady, I got a cup someone gave me and it's not this one, cat lady of the year. <laughs> <laughs> do I kiss my cats? Do I talk to them? Oh, <laughs> do I want to admit to that, everybody? Yes, yeah, excuse me while I pull the cat hair from my lips here. <laughs> how hard will it be? Karen lost her dog. And I grieve. I, I was so upset for her. It was hard to tell her how much I was grieving with her. But it does happen. Does it damage us? Absolutely. Do we want to celebrate their life? Is it hard? You have to be clean, everybody. You have to take care of yourself. You have to meditate. You have to relax. You have to bring the God force in because grieving does lower your resistance. Do we think about attachments when going through grief or going through addiction issues? Heck no. Will it allow us not to heal, not to go on? Very hard. How can you get past this? And I'm not even down to vibration yet. You change your vibration. Hello. What's it feel like when someone's grieving? Uh, a scale of one to 10, 10, nine and 10 are happy. You're probably a, a zero, one. You can hardly walk through the house. You can hardly move. So how do you bring your vibration up so you don't allow someone to come in? Appreciation of life, learning to breathe, learning to walk all over again. It's not your time. It's not going to be your time. You're not supposed to leave. So you're here. What is your lesson for being here? Learn to go on, learn to love life, learn to be life. Um, I've had a lot of illnesses in my life from just bad hereditary. And it's it's kind of crazy because there's family members with this stuff. You know, cancer and graves is not something you have every day. Guess what? I have an aunt looks like I look like her, but she looked like grandma. Guess who I look like? Grandma. Indian grandma. And I think to myself, wow, it came down the Indian side? That's kind of strange, but it is what it is. And so we go on and say, I am so grateful every day. My mother used to say, my grandmother's daughter, she called me up, she said, oh, it's gonna be such a good day. I go, and I've heard this before, and I would say, all right, mom, I'll play. <laughs> all right, mom, what do you mean by that? I woke up, I looked outside, rainings, you know, are sunny, everything. She would always say, it's a lovely day. How often do you do that? In the midst of grieving, can you do that? I'm spending too much time on grieving. <clears throat> it's really hot topic for me because I deal with people griefing all the time. Yes, I have read people spirit attachments. Absolutely. How do I deal with it? Um, it depends how I feel it's there. Did a ghost, Char and I, 
um, associated with a Port Orange Paranormal with George Lopez, and I got involved with Bob and a couple of the people doing other investigations. And I was talking, I've talked about this before, and they were doing this house, and I've looked at this guy. Oh, oh. Excuse me, I do a remote viewing. Bash Shark, can I do this? Yes. And I close my eyes, I can walk through the house. I see these people walking around. I know the staircase. Look at her, Nani. I can tell this. And I walk, I put my mind to the people doing the investigations because I would tell them where to put the camera. And I got to this guy and I went in my mind. I didn't yell it out. Oops. <laughs> He's got a big ball on his chest. Oh, oops, oops. Couldn't see what it was. The spirit had been, this person had been in spirit a long time. They forgot what they looked like. And I told the commentator, and I says, ah, why don't you ask, blink, blink, how is he feeling? And he stood up, he went, I don't feel very good. And I went, okay, so you can do this. Everybody can do this. <clears throat> my hand has a ball of energy into it. I've done this enough, everybody. You can do it too. Readings, put my mind to somebody, same thing. Put my mind to my hand. And in my hand, I had my eyes closed, and I went, boom, against this man's chest. And I says, okay, he's better now. And of course, the guy listening to me doesn't, he's going to get me. He's going to, oh, well. And then he turns around and asks the guy in the house, he says, by the way, how are you feeling now? Thinking nothing's going to change. The guy stands up. He says, oh, I feel good. Just felt like something pressed against my chest and went right out my back. <laughs> and I went, yeah. <laughs> Upside down side. I felt that was someone in the house who just happened to get attached. All right. In real life, does that happen very often? Maybe not. What does happen is that you too and can have an attachment join you. When I do a reading, yes, I can do that. The trouble is, is that attachment picked you for a reason, not necessarily a transitory spirit. So I may have to say, and I, and those of you who listen have readings like, oh my God, she said that to me. Don't call me back. <laughs> like, oh my God, I remember this. You know, <clears throat> I will ask them how they're feeling. I'll ask them what they're thinking. What was the biggest stress? Uh, do they feel odd in their, you know, I will give that kind of a clue. And if they say, you know, I feel really good. I will know it's a temporary or, and they will knock it off. The trouble is there is an attachment because uh, an issue with this person. I will say, you know, it's kind of curious. I think you've had a really low downtime. I would like you to learn to breathe again. Go outside if you can on a non-rainy non day. Look at the stars at night. You know, go and do something fun for yourself. Build up your energy. Feel great again. And like I said, you kids, don't you call me, all of you. Yes, I did do this to you. And sometimes just changing your attitude and loving life and being alive knocks them off. And they won't come back because they don't feel invited. So that's really hard. That's changing your vibration. And a lot of people meditate to mellow and to allow. And you think it the lower the vibration. In some ways, it kind of turns it around because you're loving yourself. You're loving your presence. You're loving your stance in life. You are there. This is fabulous. Fabulous, everybody. Fabulous. However it is that you can join with the universe, bring that love and the light in. They cannot stay because your vibration knocks them off. Remember I said I'm a boom like this. I'm always this way. Am I tiring? No, not really. I'm a very quiet, easygoing kind of a person. Can I get wound up? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But when I do my readings, wow, 
I'm I'm that person. But boom. And it comes from years of being an athlete, I'm sure. I'm sure. So I, I always encourage my people, you want to do this? Absolutely take instruction. I do have a class. But I always encourage people, please um, get physically active because our energy is directly related to our muscle masses. And I'm no little waif everybody <laughs> i'm just a sturdy built person I'm, people think i'm medium to slimmer looking but i'm very muscular <clears throat> so it's a vibration off that's what we're talking about yes i've talked to people's fear attachments yes i've knocked them off be careful don't get them back on you know that's the thing you and unfortunately i have told a lot of you people uh not indirectly not directly but if i send something i will talk about it and some will say well how am i doing am i and i say you're clean you're fine Guess what? I've always checked. At the moment, you have no health issues I can pick up. I might caution you, like, blah, 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 because I don't like doing medical. I'm not going to talk on the air about it. But at the same time, you might have heard me say, da, da, da. And you go, oh, I remember that. I must have had an attachment. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to get myself. People are going to call me up. You remember me? Did I have an attachment? <clears throat> so we talked about um, down a dark hall, people who join, and that person I talked to you about. Um, who channels one of the Beatle people that is uh, cr living out the creativity. Let's address something that maybe you hadn't heard about. Children born with genius ability to play piano, artwork, speak foreign languages, so on and so forth. How many have you autism? Absolutely. Are these children, I'm going to bring up a couple of things that are going to tweak you out here. I have a genius child, uh, my firstborn, and she um, didn't want to be smart. And when we were Growing up, we gone. Uh oh, you know, the child that's um, not difficult, difficult, but we, there was something going on, and so the elementary school kept testing her for the gifted. And when she was an older girl, um, young woman, I asked her how come she didn't pass those tests. We knew she could. She's and she was smart enough to know at six, seven, nine years old, whatever. She says, "I knew that if I tested well, you would expect more out of me." Ah, she was too smart for her own good, right? So anyway, in some ways, her path is exactly what it's supposed to be. Uh, she went into nursing. She's done very, very well now. She went in COVID, a travel nurse. I mean, you talked about success all over the place. <clears throat> but spirits who have not lived out the creativity are those the ones we're seeing as genius children. How about the three-year-old that plays the piano or the drums? Everybody's seen those children. I mean, absolutely unbelievable. But that goes more than that. How about the 11, 12, 13-year-old? that's entering college, want to be a physicist, these children from around the world, are they the spirits of those who are the overaccomplished? Absolutely could be. And I'm all for that. I there, There's a channel on YouTube, L-M-N, talk about past life. Type in, ghost of my child. Uh, let's see what the other one is. Um, reincarnation comes up on that station. There's other channels that cover these amazing stories um there's few that you'll watch uh, the little boy that is the reincarnation of a young man that fell in the ocean off japan in a burning plane he was like two years old enjoying military action in the air and in the seas and the plane was on fire and they've named him the same james i mean the story is unbelievable but there's also stories of the young people come in and one of them is a story of a young woman uh, a young mom whose child started writing but she was writing japanese pardon me excuse me and so this young woman was very very um 
very good at that. And they actually took her to Japanese um, uh, Senate. I don't know, pardon me, I'm going to chapel, you know, whatever Japanese people pray. <laughs> I'm really messing this one up, guys. And so the idea was eventually they would take the child to Japan because the child came in with a lot of Japanese uh, knowledge. <clears throat> and everybody has seen that. How about the woman, uh, the story of a young woman that fell. This is the turn of the century. And the doctor thought she was dead and, and said, well, she's dead. We'll bring over the coroner and this is the turn of the century. And it ended up the little girl wasn't dead. She woke up, woke up talking Jap uh, Egyptian. And she became an authority in Egypt of her knowledge of the pharaohs and her knowledge of being in Egypt. She even moved to Egypt, married a man in Egypt and named one of her children Seti or something like that. So was that her accessing a past life or was that one who said, you know, I'd like to do that life again. This little girl, she's, her spirit's moved out of here. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to possess. Do you think they think those words? No, absolutely not. So do we say to that little girl, oh, you're really li reliving a life you had in Egypt. That's not fair. You're a walk-in. Or is it going to say, okay, you want this life over again. You're possessing. Where's the one that was in here? Well, she's no longer here. Do we tell that amazing spirit she can't live again? How are we going to identify and categorize that possession? I would allow it. Oh, heck, excuse me. Yes. <clears throat> I have a girlfriend, I met her in 77, 1977. And she's probably more honest people in my world. And she said to me once, I always know when Nancy is on in the readings. Her vocabulary is better than Nancy's. <laughs> so when my split personality, do I have a walk-in? Do I have a possession? I don't think so. I think I'm accessing a higher level of my consciousness. But you have to ask yourself, how about people who are authors or artists? In a normal life, you just meet them on the street, have coffee. So, But they get into their world or environment, and they and metamorphosis comes over, and they type. When I was typing, I have eight books lined up. When I'm typing, I type for 10 to 12 hours. It's almost like I take it's taken over. Um, all my books are twice as big as they are. My editors all said, we want them short and sweet and fast. Well, that's odd. Three different editors all said the same thing to me. So you know it's spirit talking. <clears throat> so how about when it takes over like that? How about you in the audience? Are you being possessed when you are taken over by your hobby or your craft? Not necessarily. So it's not always the evil. It's not demonic. 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 <laughs> Okay, I did talk about that. I want to talk about a couple of things because we're getting down to it. Um, family attachments absolutely can happen. Absolutely. How about the people have cooked just like great grandma did? Why you start cooking like the Italians four generations back? Who are you really? Is it okay that you're somebody else? Or is that grandma coming in and taking over your arms? Are we going to allow it? Oh, great, great grandma. I don't want to cook like you did. Everybody loves your cooking, but you're attaching to me. Mm -mm. How about the trauma of childbirth? Those who die and come back. Is that a different person? I don't think so. I think things like that do happen. You have to have a crack in your life force to have this happen, to get a spirit attachment? No, not necessarily. I do feel like vibration is important. But people talk about um, 
you have to have a rip, you have to have a crack, you have to have damage. There are sometimes I think that could happen, like being in a car wreck, and that impact cracks. Does your vibration go down far enough that that could happen? Or are you split? I can't answer that, but I think that could happen. Those of, uh, you've heard people say, you know, when you're in a hospital and you're ill, there, there are going to be people there attaching. I'm not going to say no to that. How do, how do I know? So a friend of mine, she, was, uh, she died in two, February 2001. Her name was Donna. And one time before she died, we were talking. We had been friends with her many years. <clears throat> a lot of people know this. I had cancer in 87, November, December, 87, more surgery for January. But January 5th, guess what happened? I had appendicitis attack in the hospital, three days. Didn't have the surgery because I was a cancer patient. I had another surgery due January 18th. They didn't want to cut into me. So they let me just work it out. But unbeknownst to me, was there something that went on? So there was a lady in the ward I was in. They brought her in during the night. And during the night, she got on the phone. She was telling everybody she had two weeks left to live. They found cancer all through her body, and she was going to die. I never shared that with anybody. Guess what Donna came up with? You know, when you were telling me how you were in, uh, in the hospital because of appendicitis and you were between cancer surgeries, I think that there was someone in the ward that was going to die and that gave you more juice. <laughs> well, excuse me, is that an attachment? Or is that a, turn, a juiced up? What did she mean by that? I don't even know how that works. But she was right. There was someone who was going to die. And you don't think I think of her? January 5th, 1988. She had two weeks left. January 5th. What did I say? January 5th, 1988. Why would I make that up? I'm not even clever enough to make that up here, everybody. I talk the truth so much that I can't even make things like that up. That's very sad. And she was young. But people die all the time. How about uh, Raquel Welch just die? She had an illness for less than two months, and she just died. People do die. And it's terrible. I hate it. I have to accept it because my time will come eventually. Everybody, you want, want me to keep working, just keep me live. So there is something to be said about association with people of spirit and what can they do to get you better. I don't know. People say I'm kind of like, I see spirit people all the time, talk to them all the time, and do the psychic work. Am I normal? Char may not say that. But I know other people just as gifted. You know what the difference is? I had cancer, a divorce, to prompt me into wanting to find out why bad things happen to good people and push me. Because when I got into that, I said, I'm going to get answers. <clears throat> then when I started seeing dead people walk around, I'm like, wait a minute, what's that about? Well, it helped me because I thought I was going to die. It's nice to know we don't. If I'm going to teach you anything, that's it. We're talking about spare attachments. So what does that tell you? The ones of you who don't believe in survival. Excuse me, we're talking about someone else attaching to you. Is that not survival? I'm not making this up. <clears throat> I'm going to bring up a couple. <laughs> I am talking as fast as I can. I hope your kids are enjoying this. <clears throat> Some of these are the ones that I talked to you with Karen Rossi. We had this big old book going. Life's gotten in the way. I finally moved, getting settled. So hopefully. Um, it was difficult trying to sell the house for three summers. And it was a big house on top of a mountain. It's not very, it's not easy to sell one like that. Family, these are some of the family issues that I've seen. 
uh, the young man I did bring up, I think that's not the only time. How many men yell and scream at, excuse me, a spirit person to the young man in the family? Why don't you tell, get out of the house, get a job? I mean, spirit men, can you imagine a dad doing that? Absolutely, it has happened, and I've seen it. And they're not always gracious. They don't wait always until the boy's older. They can't get to the kid when they're earlier. So you have a lot of depression. Sometimes depression in youth is coming from spirit people. How are you going to tell, how in the world am I going to tell somebody who's had a manic depressive young person and I don't see a spirit person? Okay, that's biological. Absolutely. What if I saw a spirit person? How would they deal with it? I mean, there's that's bigger, than, higher than my pay grade. How, how do you manage that? <clears throat> so there was a lady who um, loved, excuse me, cats. I am a cat lady, though I've had dogs. I loved them. Um, and I'm going to tell it really briefly. There was a, a, an incident where she was around a, a cat who had kittens. And she tended to the kittens and they died, all three of them. So she was complaining to her sister about a bellyache. You know what I'm going to say. Called me up and I told her spontaneously, I said, oh, she's got three kittens in her belly. She pulled those to her. Yeah, now you have to deal with this. Okay, we talked, we talked her. Yeah, she's fine now. Or the woman who had, remember, I had, and people have done this to me for three decades. What's going on here? And it, it's amazing to me. It shakes my head. It's very humbling, everybody. And it's scary because you write enough, then people don't let you be wrong. Lady overweight. And she gets hold of Karen. And I say to Karen, Karen, she's got two babies in her belly. The woman had lost two, two infants, two pregnancies. And she didn't let the spirits go. So in some ways, when I see a miscarriage, I pick up that the spirit was never there. Or if there was a spirit, they wanted in, to experience a short life. And pregnancy is a short life. The excitement, the weary, oh, oh, and then the loss. You get all the human emotions in six months, eight months. Stillbirths. I mean, it's a terrible thing. I even lost a pregnancy. So I've been there, done that. <clears throat> and so this one attached, um, would not let go of the emotion of these two babies. Absolutely. Um, actually saw... Um, an alien attached to a woman. And I thought to myself, I'm not supposed to see that. Uh, but when I described what I saw to Karen, what she heard from a woman is that she felt alien all the time and that she didn't belong and that she belonged in some other galaxy. Well, excuse me, guess what happened? One of the best ones, and remember, I'm talking emotions, all this attaching onto your psyche, all these things that health you. Oh, Nancy, yes, I am. Just listen between the lines. Is that this woman felt unhealthy, un, just feeling alien all the time. Of course it gets to you. The ones that are sick because they got babies in them or being overweight because they can't figure out how to fix that. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the best ones was a woman who wanted to achieve and she was being driven, driven, not uncharacteristic of her personality, but to the point where she was questioning how come she's so driven. And before she showed up, I told Karen, she said, well, this woman's explaining about this. And I would say to her this, if the woman comes in wearing a suit with a short haircut, guess what? She has a man 
half submerged into her body who was very high profile successful individual so this lady who happened to be six foot tall very successful business remember the expression the taller you are the more successful you be in business right she was an entrepreneurial person who was very driven well you guess what what if you put another person in the same space who was also very successful in high-end business you're going to feel like you got graves disease like i did you're double the double the juice and she came in with a suit on and a man's haircut she wasn't gay i'm okay with that but what i'm not okay is that she was tearing the taken on the characteristics of the dead guy completely changing her person and her life so her accomplishments not necessarily her own no wonder she didn't feel like she was good enough and that she was doing good because what she was doing is what that other man was expecting of her mm -hmm. oh is that complex everybody can you hold on to that one? Oh my gosh right <clears throat> um so we're i want to talk i want to end this with a more positive is there a positive this attachment we're talking about attachments everybody um so um, um couples come to me and the woman says a woman comes she says i'm 37 years old and i'm dying to have a child one of that man showing up this just happened i just talked to somebody and i said a year and a half to two years you're going to meet the fella and it's going to happen and fast because that's what she wants is that the biological ding dong going off well, in reality, I saw, and I told the mom this, I saw two spirits attached to her. These are the never, these are the to be born. They've already picked mom. Guess what? It happens to the man also. These two were coming through her, but who said they hadn't gone to the man first? So a man will talk to me or I'll see the man with the woman in a conversation. I'll say, oh my gosh, the man had the spirit with him. Guess what that means, everybody? It means that that child coming through has picked dad as his soul connecting. Sometimes it's a woman connecting. Ultimately, they'll go to the one that they are having, and that's not a foo-foo crazy word, karma with. I want that person as my dad because that dad will teach me how to fly an airplane. Or in that last lifetime, we had such a good time, I want to do it again. Or that last lifetime, my turn, dad. I'm going to teach you a lesson. Ah, uh, it could be anything. So they go to the dad first or they go to the mother first. Ultimately, within a year, they seem to get to mom to push her the idea. Motherhood is calling everybody. That's very exciting. I've seen that a lot. Now, I've also seen it not happen. <clears throat> I had a miscarriage. Um, and since that time, it was in the 80s, um, which was very odd. I shouldn't be able to do that. And psychics will say, you have three children four children well guess what that child stayed with me so if you don't and cannot bear a child guess what that child will stay with you and grow up with you so that's happened with me and it's a very satisfying feeling you know i want to call out a name yeah that's fun that's fun do you feel like you're missing something you're not incomplete you might have to say if you feel that Say, you know, I know you're around because I did lose a child and I'm accepting this, but don't make me feel bad. Just accept it. Yeah, that was fun. So I did it. 50 minutes of fast talking, everybody. May have to do this again. If you like what you hear, give us a thumb up, a thumb up and write me a note that you want to talk about this again. This is a very complex, I hit all the high points 
couldn't possibly go into depth on any of them. And there was a few I left out, but you can't do them all in 45 minutes. Mm -mm. Okay. How's that, everybody? That was great. Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Anybody give me an idea? uh, If you want me back, uh, Lenora, um, great movie. Which one? Uh, What Dreams May Come. And hopefully that's it. Mm -hmm. Down a Dark Hall was pretty good movie. Considering, you know, my, in my mind, seeing it, I went, oh, this is good. <laughs> the premise was horror and dark and dangerous, but the idea was intentalizing. And I saw that it was, I don't know what station, doesn't matter. My have been five or six months back and I was typing notes and it just popped into my head. So whoever, thank you for that. All right, Char. Remember, anybody right. like it up, thumbs up. <clears throat> and, show, um, show us some love. Show us some love. That's what we want some love. <laughs> so, um, and I go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go no, ahead. you hang up. No, I'm kidding. No, you go ahead. <laughs> um, you got it. your Sunday, show. I will Sunday. I will be back reading the book as we continue the Salem Wish Trials. What we got here? Always want you back. Movie. Okay. All right. I see that. I see everybody's comments. Um. <laughs> Sunday, I'll be back, 6.30 p.m., reading from the Salem Witch Trials. It's getting more and more interesting in that they're, now they're starting to execute people. So um, I'm not laughing about it. I'm just saying that, you know, as they as they do this. But what I found interesting, the last couple reads on it, was that there, there were people, but it's too little too late, right? There were actual people, townsmen, that were against what was going on. There were two men that backed out of even, you know, officiating at the trials. Because they, they they thought that the the, the women that were charged or the kids and the women that were charging these 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 alleged witches were lying, but the problem was they were in the minority. So I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? But they backed out and just bailed out of the trial. They wanted nothing to do with it. One well, was something even a to pastor. be something to be said about. Oh wait a minute, whose side are you on? Oh, you must be a witch or warlock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's at one point. The first gal that they execute, all of a sudden the stories died down because the people had seen what what they had caused or what they'd done. Yelp. But then mm-hmm. it started up again, you know. So it's just it's just it's just pure insanity. But it, it's, it's it's even though it's nice to know that there were people that had cojones to say, hey, you know, I don't want to be involved in this. There weren't enough of them to stand up and say, hey, I don't want to be involved in this. And that's where we're at. So they're they're bringing in more people for the trials and. <laughs> The executions are starting to ramp up and all this so mm. it's an interesting read it's a very interesting read terrible time to have lived can you imagine they would have strung me up oh, long yeah. before i got into this oh my god i've seen i'd have been gone too poof just like that <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered and what's worse is that people were <clears throat> making the accusations they weren't even true things that were happening oh, at no. all i mean there there were there were bodily searches of women's bodies <sighs> And if they had a piece of maybe even a skin tag, that was considered they're not pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Anyway, so I'll be continuing that on Sunday at six thirty p.m. Monday, um, Donna Anderson, a, a psychologist, Donna Anderson is going to be with us. We're going to be talking about the the different types of of people that are the different types of issues that people have. I know last time she was on, I think we were talking about. Uh, people like Ted Bundy and things like that. So, but we're going to be going more into psychology and talking about the, the different because you know a lot of those terms they had years ago, like sociopath, 
A lot of those have changed now. So there's something else, or they're combined with something else. So now, now they're labeled as something else. So we're going to be talking about that stuff on Monday. So, okay. Well, as I said earlier, uh, you know, I, I got my little tick. I haven't done this in a while. The ticker at the bottom down there. And the reason why there's a ticker is for what's going on right now is the fact that my, my, my laptop is um, slowly, well, I was able to save the memory this time, but it's running out of memory. There's nothing I can do about it on the hard drive. This thing had a small hard drive to begin with. Well, I mean, to a normal person, to 200, uh, you know, to 200 or 300 gigs is, is huge. You know, to me, 200 gigs is a drop in the bucket between the paranormal. Nowadays, people are buying hard drives yeah. at one tent, one T. Yeah. Yeah. And on my, I have a bunch of. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My other computer that's down has, to, has a three terabyte hard drive. Windows 10 killed it. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So I'm working on 256 gigs here, and the problem is it gets zapped. It gets zapped. And so uh, what happened last night was that uh, Windows 11 decided to be put on my computer. Microsoft is trying to switch everybody to Windows 11. And at that point, I had 30 gigs on my computer available. Last night, I powered up, and I had four gigs. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) So I couldn't run graphics or anything for the show. I couldn't do any of that. So I ended up after the show taking a bunch of stuff off my desktop. Well, like I said earlier, when I went to power up the show today to put that intro in, the intro was missing. So I had to go find that, you know. So that's the situation I'm in right now is I have to buy a new hard drive so that I can upgrade this thing. Okay, so I'm being perfectly honest. So when you see that running at the bottom, that's where it goes to. Anything that gets donated into this team goes straight into equipment so that I can keep this thing going and keep the group going and all that good stuff. I'm not begging. I'm just saying it's just a statement of fact. It was a, it was a nightmare the last two nights. But anyway, so if, if you feel in your heart to help me out to do that and, and reach that goal, that would be great. I'd really appreciate it. But it, it, but you don't have to. I love you all. It doesn't matter. It's not about the money, even though it's kind of nice to have money. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, 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 that's my TikTok mantra. It's nice to have money, but, you know, okay. But uh, <laughs> I, I do love you all, and I do appreciate you all coming on and listening. I appreciate the... The, uh, the RSS feed people, people on Apple, you know, the, the ones that listen to iHeartRadio and all that stuff. I really appreciate you guys out there. There's nothing, there's no, there's no one I like best but you guys. You know, you keep, you keep watching my show, and 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 I so appreciate it. You know, so anyway, I said all that, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and so, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here. And like Nancy says. We want to see some love. Show us, show us some love. We want to see love on these shows. So if you're watching from Facebook, um, hit that like button. And if you haven't done so already and you're new here, please um, hit that follow button. If you're watching from YouTube, just like point it out. It's kind of weird when Nancy's on the screen. It's like I'm way over here when I'm looking at it. Um, that bottom right-hand corner right there is my mascot. It's a little ghost with a magnifying glass and Sherlock Holmes hat on. And click on that, and the subscribe button will pop up. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to these videos. There's over 520 videos over there, different topics. Like Monday is a perfect example. We're going to veer off the paranormal course and talk about something else. I'm a journalist. I like to talk about different topics. And I think so, you said I have 50. So you kids could have a, a weekend overdose of Nancy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can watch Nancy. You can just sit there. It's, just, it's like watching your new TV program. You're like, I just went through that with La Brea. I did two seasons of La Brea in a couple of days. You know, oh, so, what yeah. they call that um, when you um, 
overdose on it uh, one after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. I see that myself, right? So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, um, yeah, there's tons of videos. All right, so kid. You'll get notified and all that stuff. So, we're going to shut up now. And uh, I hope you guys have a good couple days. But I will see you again on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, thank you all for I'm coming. Gonna have, I'm going to have her post that video link. Yes. So, yes, make I'll sure you kids up. go watch that. It's really amazing. Yes, I, I'll put the link up. And the way they guys. kind of jerk. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see someone try to fudge that up on a computer somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so Absolutely. we'll be here next week, everybody. I'll talk yep. to you then, huh? See you then. All right, guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs>